Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast, Paul's 50 years of sporting memories. In this podcast, I will talk about my favourite sporting memories over the past 50 years with my good friend Glenn. It covers a wide range of sports and the triumphs and heartaches along the way. In each episode, we will go back in time to talk about my memories from a particular year. This is Paul Tonner. Welcome to this episode of Paul's 50 Years of Sporting Memories. I hope you are well and have had a great sporting week. How are you going, Glenn? Oh, not too bad. Yeah? Still, still getting over the, the <laughs> kick clash 19 between the Brisbane Lions and the Suns. Oh, the um, Lions won, didn't they? Oh, the, the first eight minutes, they just... And I, they were 22 points ahead. Yeah. They just started the game like a bullet, bullet out of a gun. The Lions did, did they? Yeah. yeah. I thought they were just going to walk all over the Suns. But, but luckily, the, yeah, the Suns made defence came up better. And they managed to crawl the score back to only a 45-point loss. Right. Was that at Metricon or? Um, the Gabba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was. I can't uh, keep up with all the games they're playing. They're yeah, cr- yeah. <laughs> cramming them all in, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. But, but we're getting close to the finals, and, mm. and now, um, well, even though the the Lions are on second on the ladder, they're actually equal first in points. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They, they, they've got maybe a good chance, you know, especially if the grand final gets played at the. Well, it's going to be played at the Gabba. Yeah. You know, if they can make their way to yeah. um, the grand final, geez. Yeah well, yeah, well, they're up against the Sydney Swans next time. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> a win. <laughs> 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 they can't beat Tom with a stick. Yeah. So. yeah Parramatta hasn't been going great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they lost again to Penrith last night, and Penrith have won about 13 straight. Yeah. But I just think... Looking at the Sydney Roosters, they're going for three premierships in a row. Yeah. No team's done that since the great Parramatta team in the early 80s. Yeah. So, so has there been any word about where the grand final's going to be played? Um, oh, I think they're still playing it at uh, yeah, the uh, Olympic Stadium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think it was next year they're, they're moving to the cricket ground. They were going to redevelop the... Uh, the Olympic Stadium again, yeah, for about the fifteenth time, yeah, yeah, and go back to the old old glory days of playing it at the SCG. Yeah. I used to love going there when I was a kid. Yeah, you know, we'd go and watch uh, one of the finals there every year, and just yeah. a great atmosphere. And oh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, no, I, I think the Roosters are still the team to beat. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. who's on top of that? Who's on the well, top? Penrith are way ahead. They'll win the minor premiership. Yeah. yeah Parramatta's just, they're going to be cannon fodder. Yeah. Come finals time. Like, they were playing awesome, you know, yeah. earlier in the year. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, they were looking great. And then yeah. the last, yep, the good old para choke has yeah. kicked in. <laughs> yeah. Like, last night I turned it on, you know, and they were leading 2-0. Yeah. And I just, you know, Penrith were just pressing their line. I think no, they've got to keep Penrith. If Penrith scored before half time, Penrith yeah. will win. And with about two seconds left in the first half, yeah. what do you know? Penrith sco- they let Penrith score a try. Yeah. And that was it, you know. So they've, yeah. their attack has just been terrible. Yeah. They're normally a good attacking side, but yeah. geez, been, their attack has been the worst in the competition yeah. the last month or so. Mm. Yeah, yeah hardly scored any tries at all. One of the last, one of the last goals kicked at the um, the game between the Lions and the Suns. Yeah, it hit the post. Oh, did it? It got one of the goal posts and went in straight in the middle. Yeah, and it went in as as a full goal instead of. Only get it behind, don't they? Well, that's what I thought. Post. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's always been that. Well, it was just being called as a, as a goal instead of a, ah. a, um, a behind. And I thought, well, and it wasn't reviewed. It was just yeah. kept going. Jeez. Oh, um, and didn't uh, affect the result of the oh, no, no, game. No, no, well, yeah, the Brisbane Lions were well in front by this time. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. 
Well, uh, yeah, this episode covers, we're going back five years. Yeah, it covers the sporting memories of the year 2015. Yeah. Um, uh, mm. And uh, I'm introducing a new sub, a new part, a new. Oh, what would we call it? Uh, a new topic to this podcast. Oh, okay. The Sporting Joke of the Week. Sporting Joke of the Week. Yeah. Right. That's a good idea. I a, like that. A guy and a wife are sitting and watching a boxing match on, yep. t- on TV. The husband sighs and complains. Oh, that's disappointing. It only lasted, the, the, the boxing match only lasted for 30 seconds. The wife turns to the guy and goes, Good. Now you know how, how I feel every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. It's like married at first sight with a guy lasting 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes around and tells everyone. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. We can have a... The quiz of the week, uh, yeah. and the joke of the week. Yeah. Mm, I like that idea. I, I actually saw a post on Facebook that, yeah. that showed the study of um, the, of women that are pregnant mm. and smoke and drink as well. Yeah, and it says that they come out as Parramatta supporters. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nah, looks like it's another year like that for para, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the hoodoo continues. <laughs> mm. Okay, well, we're looking, looking at the year 2015. So, uh, yeah, it was an interesting year. There was a lot that happened. Um, Olivia, she began school. Yeah. Yeah, she started prep at Bigger Award and State School. Mm. And, oh, that only seems like yesterday, but now she's, you know, up to my shoulder and, yeah. <laughs> like, she was just a little tacker then. Yeah, yeah but unfortunately there was some, uh, yeah, terrorism sort of swept the globe yeah. that year. It was the Paris terrorist attacks. So there was one earlier in the year yeah. that, um, oh, the newspaper agency. Yeah. yeah, it was, they put in a... Uh, Oh, joke of a joking cartoon of, you know, that offended many um, Muslims. Yeah. Yeah, and they went in there and these terrorists and shot about 12 people dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but the big one was um, in November that year. And I was actually in Paris. Yeah. Yeah, in 2015. Uh, yeah, because what happened, I um, was over there on holidays with one of my sisters. Yeah. And you know we're having a great time. We're looking at all the um, the World War One uh, battle zones, and I've even got a bullet there yeah. that I brought back from World War One from the World War One battlefields. Yeah, yeah. But uh, where we were staying was near where one of the you know the the um, terrorists uh. yeah went. Yeah, there was like I think one was in a cinema, and was this in London? No, no. Well, this was in. Uh, yeah, they had a big one in Paris. I, I yeah. Had, yeah, yeah. They've had they've had some in London over the years. Yeah. The main ones were in two thousand five. Yeah, I remember that because I was on my honeymoon when that happened. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. yeah. Australian comedian Adam Hills, when that mm. ha- when that happened over in London, yeah, he rang his mother um, mm. that night asking her. Why didn't she ring up to find out whether he was safe or not? Yeah. And she said, well, I didn't bother ringing you because I know you don't get out of bed until before midday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it happened in the morning, didn't yeah. it? Like in peak hour on the subway and yeah. on one of the buses. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, but there was terrorist attacks across the world. There was one in Tunisia in a, at a, on a beach at a holiday um, destination over there. Yeah. yeah, there was some around America as well. Yeah, in one of the churches. Mm. Um, yeah, but the same same sex marriage laws came in place in the USA and Ireland. Yeah, and one thing I do remember of that year that was that there was a uh, an on on air shooting. Yeah, do you remember that? 
Vaguely. Yeah, like what what happened? There was uh, this lady. Oh, I was I forget where it was in America now, but you know she was there doing a live report. Um, she was there with the cameraman, oh. and yeah, and so you know they just she's doing the live report on TV at the time, and all of a sudden this guy comes along and shoots her dead, shoots the cameraman dead. Oh. Yeah, and he was a um, yeah disgruntled former employee. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that was really sad. Yes. Mm. And that guy that got taken by a shark. Oh, yeah. This past week. Yeah, well, I, I, that's interesting because I was there. Yeah. On, that happened on Tuesday around 5 o'clock yeah. in Coolangatta. Yeah. And on uh, 24 hours later, yeah. I was at work and I took some clients down there. Yeah. We were right near there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the mate of mine is a cancer lifeguard. Mm. And I don't, there's a world champion surf, surfer that lives on the Gold Coast. Yeah. And even though the beach was closed, yeah. he went for a surf. Oh, I'd believe that. And, he, and my mate got really pissed off and went mm. down and just dragged him out of the water and, yeah. and tore shreds off him. Well, apparently, when this guy, after this guy was attacked by the shark, well, there's reports a lot of the guys just stayed in the water. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. I must really want to catch that wave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you, yeah. In the past, when we've had cyclones or big seas, yeah. you've seen them going out to catch the wave. Oh, yeah. All the surfers will be out there. Yeah. And that, yeah. yeah. Well, when you go up to the top of Kira Hill there, yeah. you look down, there's just a line of surfers. Yeah. Yeah, heap, heap, heaps and, you know. At least 50, 60 of them, probably more. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the uh, Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Do you know him? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he became Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, so Bruce Jenner was a uh, former Olympic gold medalist uh, in the uh, decathlon at the Montreal Olympics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he changed from a, a man uh, to a woman. Uh, part of the conditions, is it? Yeah. Uh, isn't your father one of them or? Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 yeah he's somewhere linked to there. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they're, put, they're going to make this the last series. Oh, are they? And then pull the pin. You know how much of that I've watched? Zip. <laughs> Zip. I'm just holding up the zero sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to waste any any of my time watching that rubbish. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and there's the Syrian refugee crisis in the Middle East. And did you know 2015 was the warmest year on record? Yeah. 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 Mm. Didn't worry me. No. <laughs> I didn't notice it. <laughs> well, they, they reckon last summer was really hot. I didn't notice it. No. No, I didn't notice it either. Uh. Yeah. No. If it's hot, it's hot. Yeah. No. Yeah, so with uh, songs in 2015, there was uh, from F- Fifty Shades of Grey. There was "Love Me Like You Do." Did you ever see that movie? Uh, yeah, it was a bit raunchy. Yeah, <laughs> and there was "Hello" by Adele. Yeah, yeah, well, she had the number one album. Oh, Adele did. Yeah, yep, in that year, twenty. Yeah, album twenty-five, the year that she, the age that she wrote. Yeah, it. and um, Uptown Funk. Mm. Bruno, Bruno Mars. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's a great Gold Coast band called Electric Lemonade, and they do a great version. Oh, I've heard of them. Their spin of that song is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. At first, I thought it was a bit of a um, a parody to um, Uptown Girl, Billy Joel. At first, I thought there was a sort of a connection there. In part to that song. Oh, yeah. get a bit dangerous, that. Yeah. Can't it? Because yeah. no? there's been a big history of um, Plag- almost, yeah, yeah, plagiarism plag- yeah. in music. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I read. Like the, um, yeah, that case went on for ages against mm. a man at work land out under. That's right. And then mm. I went back, recently went back to court. Yeah, and the guy had to refund the money. Is that right? 
because apparently, even though it sounded so similar, it wasn't. Yeah, and Clive yeah. Palmer got busted by Twisted Sister, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. his uh, campaign sounded a bit too much like, uh, we're not going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> What do you want to do with your life? Yeah. Oh, I love that film clip. Yeah. There I want to rock. There was a bottle shop at, uh, in Surface Paradise that was going to open up, become a, a um, you know, like BWS and spread. Yeah, I had plenty of bottle shops around the place. Yeah. And they were going to be called the Liquor Shack. Yeah. And they tried to get. Um, a sync license to use the B-52's Love Shack. Oh, okay. Yep. But that, but they wanted $4 million a year. Jeez. For each year that it's used. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what happened to them, B-52's. They're a blast from the past. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're, yeah. They pop out occasionally and make another mm. number one hit, then go away again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so with movies that year, there was the movie Spotlight. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, it's quiz time. Uh, Is it quiz time? Yeah. Where's yeah. Miss Olivia? Here she comes. She's running over. <coughs> there you go, darling. I had to wear the quiz and I came. <laughs> She's asleep. <laughs> What have you been doing? No, just yeah? watching stuff. Okay. Ooh. What's question one? So all these questions relate to 2015, and we'll reveal the answers towards the end of the episode, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. We have a joke of the week now, too. Oh, my gosh, we do? Yep. <laughs> do I get to read that out, too? <laughs> no. We've already done that one. Okay. Yeah. Question one. What was the name of the female jockey who rode Prince of Penzance to victory in the 2015 Melbourne Cup? I'll read that once again. What was the name of the female jockey who rode Prince of Penzance to victory in the 2015 Melbourne Cup? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was the first female jockey to win the Melbourne Cup. Whoa, good job, her. Woo! Mm. <laughs> right, <laughs> question two. <laughs> um... Question two is basketball player Matthew. De- I'll help you with this one. Dela, Dela, oh gosh, Delavadova. Just Matthew Alphabet. <laughs> no, <laughs> you got it right. Delavadova. Delavadova. Oh. <laughs> gosh, Dad. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> you said you, you know how to say it. Okay, I can spell it. I can't say it. Yeah, it's, it's on here, and you've spelt it right. Oh well. Um, Aussie basketballer Matthew Della Vadova started. Oh gosh! Della, so Della Vadova. That's it. Let's call him Delhi for short. Okay. That's what they call him over there. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie basketball. Um, Matthew Delhi starred for which basketball team in the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors? Mm-hmm. Right. Just read it again. Sorry. Um, Aussie basketballer Matthew Deli starred for which basketball team in the NBA Finals against the Golden State Warriors? Mm-hmm. Very good. Question number three is um, what AFL team won its third consecutive premiership in 205? Uh, 2015. It says 205. Oh, did I? <laughs> Miss Print. <laughs> what AFL team won its third consecutive premiership in 2015? What AFL team won its third consecutive premiership in 2015? Okay, thanks, Livy. We'll welcome. see you soon, eh? Yeah. 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 I saw that 2005. I thought, I didn't know AFL was <laughs> being played for that long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must have had my glasses on when I was typing that. Yeah. No, I think it was very late at night. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> Okay. So let's look at sport that took place in 2015. So Olivia and I took on a Gold Coast Titans membership. We did. Oh, yeah, we did. I yeah. Think we have the, I think we have the original cap somewhere. So they have a great membership for, um, yeah, we've got the pencil case there too. Yeah, kids get in for free. Yeah. So although, you know, she's not a 
footy fan. Yeah, had, had a lot of outside entertainment. Oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. things like um, oh, pass the ball and get your photo with the beautiful cheer girls and. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the, you would have been getting one each week, wouldn't you? No, oh. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few photos there. Uh, yeah, but no, they had they've had like you know bike stunt shows and yeah, it's quite good. Animal farms and uh, yeah. Yeah, so earlier in the year, the Aussies um, won the Cricket World Cup at the MCG, defeating New Zealand in the final. So it was only only the second time the Cricket World Cup's been held in Australia and New Zealand. Um, yeah, so no, that was good because they, they played New Zealand in a earlier game over in New Zealand. And the grounds over there are just ridiculous, you know, like... At, this is at Eden Park, where the boundaries are like, you know, less than fifty meters long. Yeah, and yeah, New Zealand recruit Aussies got bowled out really cheaply for about one hundred and fifty. Yeah, and then New Zealand were like free for one hundred and forty something, mm. and all of a sudden Mitch Stark gets about five or six quick wickets. Yeah, and then yeah, but New Zealand snuck home by a wicket. But, yeah, in that final, I remember, um, you know, it was a record crowd. There was around 100,000. And it was the second ball of the match. And Mitchell Stark bowled this absolute peach to their best batsman, Brendan McCallum. And his stumps just went everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they ended up winning by uh, seven wickets. And... Yeah, it was quite emotional, really, because that was earlier in that season. Yeah, that was when Philip Hughes was tragically killed. Yeah, that, that, from yeah. that. Yeah, that, that, that was uh, sad. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen scenes like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget that day. Yeah, yeah just yeah. I was at work driving the bus and came on the radio and yeah, yeah they said, "Oh, yeah, Philip Hughes has been yeah. very seriously." Yeah. He's in a serious condition, and yeah. you just think, oh, you know, he'll pull through it. And yeah. then, yeah, when more details came out, you just, yeah, you're expecting the news pretty much the next day that, yeah, yeah he was going to pass away. Yeah. So, because uh, he was a country boy from Maxwell, and that's right. Wales and yeah, from a, Maxwell. A farmer, a cattle farmer. Mm. Cattle farms. That's so, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which. Which Maxwell was only about mm. an hour and a half north where I used to live. Mm, yeah. Oh, he was a brilliant talent. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was only very young at the time. And uh, he, he had a big, he had a good future in cricket. Oh, in front definitely. Of him. Yeah. Yeah. They said that he would have ended up as captain. Yeah. Well, he, he was, you know, he, he sort of started off his series with a bang, you know. He, yeah. he scored, um, like, because he, he played in a series in South Africa yeah. where he was the best, I think he was the highest run scorer in that series, you yeah. know, against a quality pace attack. Yeah. And uh, scored a couple of hundreds. Yeah. And but but, but what, what was really good to see was um, the day of the funeral, mm. everyone got together. Yeah. That um, politics from both sides of... Mm. Parties just just walking together, yeah. Through Maxville, yeah, j- just talking and mm. and yeah, being as as one to celebrate the life of yeah Philip Hughes. Well, it really shook a lot of players up in the way that yeah, they just were never what they were before. Yeah, like an example is Mitchell Johnson. I think he retired the following season. Yeah, because he got to the stage, you know, where he, he just couldn't bowl bounces pretty much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, he just didn't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of the batsmen were pretty cautious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that part of the the neck had no protection. Yeah, they just sort of this fear came in. They had a bit of fear, like, and that's when they started bringing in the the neck guards onto the helmet. So that's what happened. Like, he had the helmet and the grill on. It's actually hit him. Yeah. Where it's hit him on the neck. Yeah, come up behind the yeah, bounce behind him, and then come up and just hit him mm. right in there. That's right, right in that spot where, oh, where it hits the top of the 
Yeah. The 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 um the brainstem. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah, but they went on and won the final. And young US golfer Jordan Spieth, he won the US Masters that year. He was the second youngest to do so. Um, yeah, the youngest was Tiger Woods in 1997. And, yeah, then he went on and won the US Open and he's won oh, several other majors since. Oh. Yeah, just awesome talent. And Aussie Jason Day won the US PGA golf title that year. Yeah. So I think, yeah, he would have been the last Aussie to win a major golf title. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but unfortunately... We lost the Ashes in England because yeah. <laughs> we just couldn't handle the swinging ball. Yeah. And it was in the fourth test. We got bowled all out for 60. <laughs> and this is how much of a joke it was. Yeah. That, uh, I remember my parents were over here. At, they were staying here watching it. Yeah. And it was all, they were all out like in the first session. It was yeah. like in the first hour. Yeah. And they actually printed out these shirts of every ball Like it was on the front of the shirt. Every ball that happened in that innings. (laughs) That's how how many deliveries they faced, bugger all. Get all out for 60. They could just print it all out in the front of a shirt. (laughs) They've got wicked sense of humour, the English, haven't they? Yeah, Yeah, no, they lost the series uh, 3-2 and... So much so that, uh, see, the thing is in England, the, the cricket balls are different to the cricket balls they, they use here. Yeah. So over in England, well, in England they use what's called the duke balls, which uh, tend to swing around a bit more, where the kookaburra balls that we use here don't. So they even, like, I think after that series, they said, no, we're going to have to start playing some of the shield games using duke balls to try and get... Get them used to the conditions. I thought they'd be standard from the ICC. Yeah. But, but you had to use this type of ball. No. That's, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's got a bit to do with the way the seam's made. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that's the thing. This is why we haven't won a series over there since 2001. Yeah. Because we just can't play. Yeah. Whenever you know, whenever the ball starts doing something, yeah. you know we're pussycats. Yeah. yeah, well, we had a golden opportunity last year. But it was just poor leadership that cost us that game, and Ben Stokes yeah. cost us. You know, we would have. Well, it was a, a drawn series, but we would have won it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the North Queensland Cowboys won a thrilling grand final in the NRL. They defeated the Brisbane Broncos in extra time. Yeah. So, yeah, the Broncos were leading um, 14-8. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it was just a, an awesome second half, you know. Like, the Cowboys were going close to scoring, but uh, the Broncos had a gun side that year. Yeah. And, yeah, it was like the last throw of the dice, you know, the last tackle of the game. Yeah. And they're just passing the ball around, trying to invent something. Because oh, the Broncos' yeah. defence just kept... Kept them out, you know. Just yeah. and uh, yeah, who was it? Michael Morgan. He's gone down the right side, flicked a beautiful back pass yeah. to uh, oh Cole Felt. I think his name is yeah. And he scored in the corner. Right. As <laughs> one one thing I remember is um, as he's gone to put the ball down, you can hear the full time siren go in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, actually, no, the score would have been 14-10. Yeah, that's right, because Felt scored in the corner to lock it up at 14-all. Then Jonathan Thurston had the kick from the sideline to win the grand final. So So in rugby league, they have, like, if someone's going going for goal and um, they know they're going to get it, Mm. then... If the siren goes, the final siren goes. No, it's, it's they can't go for that try any further. No, they can. As long as it's um, like if the tackle, if a tackle's been completed before, then yeah, yeah, it's until that that final tackle's been completed. Oh, yeah. So it's different to the AFL, where as soon as the siren goes, that's it. No, 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 well, 
Well, if if the um, if the player takes a mark, yeah, then the sign goes. Yeah, that's can, right. It can still kick it. I remember that. Yeah. I remember the uh, when was it? Eighty seven. Yeah, Hawthorne and Melbourne. Yeah, and it was a final, and I think that they were playing Hawthorne. Melbourne were winning the whole game, and Hawthorne. Yeah. I, I can't remember the Hawthorne player. He he took a mark. Yeah. Right as the full time siren went. Yeah. And he had that kick to win and to put them through yeah. into the grand final. And there, got it. There was a great kick by a Brisbane Lions player mm. last. Yeah. In the last game, he was he he taken the mark from and he was still facing the the Gold Coast Suns end, mm. and he just got the ball and he just turned. Mm. Nine degrees and then kicked the ball yeah. and it went straight. It was still way out past the fifty meter mark. Yeah, and straight for the goal. Oh, <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You, you go and buy yourself a lot of ticket after that because yeah. it, it it happened so quickly and mm. and it looked like you'd done it so effortlessly. Well, in rugby union, like when it's you know eighty minutes, yeah, you know, they play forty minutes each side. Yeah, so. When it gets to 80 minutes, they could go on for like another five, ten minutes. Yeah. 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 It's got to be, you know, until the comp- – yeah, they might play another bloody yeah. ten rucks until yeah. the, the referee blows a whistle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, uh, yeah, but what happened, Thurston had the kick from the sideline. So from the time when the score – the try was scored to the time he kicked it, <laughs> it seemed like an eternity. Yeah. So, yeah, there he is lining up the kick. The whole of North Queensland are holding their breath. You can hear, you know, the heart beating in the north of Queensland. Boom, 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 boom. This is going to be their moment. Yeah. It was like Mick Cronin in 1977 when he had a chance to win the grand final for Parramatta. Yeah. But, it, but he missed. Uh, but Jonathan Thurston kicks, comes in, kicks it. The ball is going straight towards the upright and you just think, nah, that's going through. And then right at the last second, it's dipped and um, yeah. hit the upright. Yeah, yeah, so they go on extra time. Yeah. And uh, right from the kickoff, uh, Broncos player, what was his name? Ben Hunt. He plays for the Dragons now. Yeah, he's dropped the ball as cold as a spud from the kickoff. Yeah. The Cowboys have got the ball on the Broncos line. And then about four or five tackles later, Thurston kicks a... Oh, yeah. A field goal wins them the grand final, yeah. But apparently now they can't do that now. Yeah. Um, they have to play the extra time. Oh, yeah. yeah, but this is one thing that uh, just gives me the shits with what happens with the NRL. Like when the games are tied, yeah, you know, just a normal premiership game. And they've done it for nearly the last twenty years. They go in the golden point extra time, yeah. and I just hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah. Because it just becomes a, a lottery, you know. Like yeah. basically, the referee just puts his whistle away, so he doesn't worry about offsides. Yeah. So it's just a, a penalty goal shootout to yeah. see, who, you know. So if it, you got a team that's busted their backside for eighty minutes, they've been good enough to get a draw yeah. instead of walking off the field. Yeah. They've got to play another, you know, until play another ten minutes. Yeah. And yeah, to get beaten by a field goal, yeah. they don't get any points, yeah. which is a rort. Yeah, so uh, geez, I wish they'd get rid of it because <laughs> uh, yeah. to me, there's nothing wrong with a draw. Yeah. Draw's a draw. That's right. Yeah, you just share the points and that's it. Yeah, yeah. none of this golden bloody point. And they've got this, all these other statistics that come into play. Uh, yeah, well, if it's a yeah, like at the moment. Um, the, the Brisbane Lions are on on the same amount of points. Yeah, forty eight with I think it's Essendon or something, some mm. some other team. But but because there's a slightly variation in one of the other um, amounts. Mm. Yeah, that's why I put them first. Yeah. So that should be like yeah. If it's if it's a draw. Yeah, at the um at the end, whoever's got that many points because yeah, there's some po- there's some points that that like if you win by a certain margin, 
Yeah. That, that can affect where you are and all that. Yeah, are. that's right. For and against. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, well, you look at the Cricket World Cup final last year. Yeah. England won because, you know, although the score was, was tied at yeah. after 50 overs and it was tied, you know, yeah. when they did the um, – oh, they had to do – oh, like um, – what was it? A super over. Yeah. But because they'd hit more boundaries, yeah, they won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Australia defeated South Korea. We're turning to soccer now. Australia defeated South Korea in Sydney to win the Asia Cup for the first time. Yeah, so that was good. That was a great moment. Mm. Um, Yeah, the first... Did you know we're the first country that have won um, in two confederations? Yeah. Yeah, so... Australia used to be part of the Oceania. Oh, yeah. You know, they were Australia and New Zealand and there was daylight after that. Yeah. And they'd be playing teams like Solomon Islands and Fiji yeah. and Vanuatu and... Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they moved into Asia, into the Asian Confederation oh, after yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah, when they won the Asian Cup. Yeah, that was a, a massive achievement and... Yeah, but we had some, some greats pass away that year. Yeah, the great Richie Benno had passed away, yeah. aged 85. Yeah. A wonderful comment, cricket commentator oh, yeah. that we grew up with. Yeah. yeah. Shoe for 20 chew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a legend. Yeah, he was. And, and you know, that, they showed stories of him walking with his wife. and just, mm, Daphne. And just stopping and talking to any you know, people that wanted to say hello. Yeah. And, yeah, he just took the time to to talk to people. Yeah. Oh, he's just you think what he achieved. You know, he was a great all rounder. Yeah, um, captain his country, yeah. and then yeah, captain, captain of the Channel Nine. Yeah, just commentary. one of the legends of yeah. cricket commentary. Yeah, like he, well, it wasn't just in Australia; it was in England too, because he was with the BBC for years and years. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So, but a lot of uh, what he was a genius at doing was putting in these comments right at the right time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he, he definitely knew his stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. But a lot of the time he wouldn't say anything when he was commentating. Yeah. Because, yeah, he just wanted, you know, he thought silence was just valuable. Yeah. 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 Well, well even when he got a bit older in the commentation. Mm. He disappeared for a season or so. Yeah. And then the ratings went down. Oh, yeah. And, and they brought him back just to get him to be in the introduction. Mm. And at the end of it, That's the, right. he didn't have to spend all the time yeah. um, commentating. Well, it's the same with Bill Laurie. Like, he would just come back and do the fourth and fifth tests. Yeah. But now you don't hear him at all. Uh, yeah. Which is, um, yeah. yeah, it's sad. You know, I know he's old, but. Jeez, we miss him. Yeah. Yeah, we miss those good old days with all those commentators. Tony Tony Gregg. With Tony Gregg, yeah. Yeah, well, they've both passed away. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Bart Cummings, the great horse trainer, he passed away aged 87. Guess how many Melbourne Cups winners he trained? 13. Oh, close, 12. I was, a, I was about to say 12. <laughs> I like, no, it's, it's something unusual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but New South Wales, they lost the state of origin again. Queensland too good. Queensland absolutely thumped them in the third um, third match, 52 to 6. That was embarrassing. Yeah, but there was one very big event that happened in 2015. And we're turning our eyes to surfing now. Yeah. And uh, Mick Fanning, yeah, the Aussie surfing uh, world number former world number one. He was attacked by a shark at Jervis Bay yeah. in South Africa while competing. Yeah. So I remember, yeah, because I was over in Paris when this would have happened, and I knew nothing about it, you know. And wasn't until I think my niece mentioned it to my sister when we were staying there. Uh. Oh. And I couldn't believe it. 
The thing that I, um, just the vision of that that I remember was, you know, when you saw like the fin and the flapping, flapping around the water and then there was that wave. Uh. Remember the wave? Yeah. So the wave hid. Uh. Yeah, it was between the camera and where Mick Fanning was. Uh. So from that time, uh. you didn't know whether he was still alive or what was going on, you know, whether uh. – yeah. And how come they went for a surfer when they've got the cameraman floating around yeah. in the water for hours on mm. end? Yeah. Well, he was he – because was, uh, in surfing, you know, they compete with another yeah. person at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, so there's two of them – that compete and it was a it was a fellow Aussie. I can't remember his name, but he was a young bloke. But yeah, he was like a hero. He sort of came over and helped out and um yeah, but oh gosh. And I saw him interviewed recently. He was on uh sixty minutes. Yeah. And that really shook him up. That was uh. just a terrible year for him. You know, he had to deal with that. And he's one of his brothers died and yeah, his marriage ended, and yeah, yeah, you know, he and it got to the stage where he just wouldn't leave home. Yeah, but uh, no, he's going really well now, and that's oh, great, great to see. And they yeah. actually showed, like, um, he went to where was it? Bahamas, I think. Yeah, yeah Bahamas, and he went on a boat. Yeah, you know, it was sort of you know this boat tour to yeah. try and conquer his fear of sharks. You know. Yeah. And yeah, he actually got in the water, and there was all these sharks swimming around him. And yeah. there was this lady who just, you know, is just a probably the world's leading expert in them. And uh. yeah, but uh, no, that was that was a big story. That and uh, yeah, Parramatta star, former Parramatta star Jared Hayne, he tried his luck in the N- NFL, an American gridiron. Mm. Yeah, and he was uh, drafted by the San Francisco 49ers. And it was, you know, it was, it was a big thing that he did, you know, because you got to think, like, he, he'd never played the game before. Yeah. You know, he, he only watched a lot of it on TV. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he gave up, like, a big contract at Parramatta and yeah. travelled over there, you know. Just, yeah. Yeah. We've just... Trying to make the big bucks over yeah. there. And then, uh, yeah, he got drafted, and that's a massive achievement. Yeah. You know, and he played some games early in the season, but, yeah, unfortunately it didn't work out. And, yeah. Um, yeah, but just, you know, to get that far, mm. is, yeah, it's just huge. And Yeah, but a lot of the Australians that have been successful over there have been AFL players, former AFL players mainly, because yeah. they, they pick them as uh, punters. Yeah, so they they earn millions and millions of bucks for going on the field twice in a game and just punting the ball downfield. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's a complicated game. Yeah. Yeah, but Great Britain, they won the Davis Cup for the first time since 1976 with Andy Murray starring. Yeah, so, yeah, he, he was going really well at that time, like he'd... Oh, he was the first Brit, you know, to have won Wimbledon in many years. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. And he won, like, the Olympic gold medal. And, yeah, there's a real story behind Andy Murray. Because, uh, look, he's from, you know, he's Scottish. Yeah. But he came from the place, uh, yeah, Dunblane. Uh, yeah, and in Dunblane, that's where that, that school massacre was. And Andy Murray was a student there at that time. When that shooting happened, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, so that was a bit of a shock. Mm. Yeah, and New Zealand won the Rugby World Cup for the third time, defeating Australia at Twickenham in the final, thirty-four mm. to seventeen. Yeah, yeah, so in two thousand fifteen, the Gold Coast six hundred. Yep, James Courtney and. Jack Perkins won the won the race. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. And um, I was looking for the um, MotoGP, you know, because 
over the series of between the yeah because there's a lot of competition competition between the manufacturers. Mm. I just looked up who had won the most race. Yeah, races and it turned out to be Honda. Oh, okay. It actually won more GP races, yeah. and then of course followed by Yamaha. Yamaha, yeah. A lot the Suzuki of, third. No. Nah. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, there's another brand that came third. So oh, okay. Must have been there. Right. I can't pronounce it. Um, yeah. MV Augustus. Something like that. We said with. Uh, 139 wins. Yeah, right. Yamaha has had 231 wins. Yeah. And Honda, which I've always been a Honda guy, mm. has had 309 wins. Yeah. Because my dream bike is a Honda CB250. Two, yeah. What is it with Honda that appeals to you? I, I just, they're just, they're just a bike that, it keeps going and going. Mm. They're, they're nothing fancy. I mean, yeah, they don't make a lot of noise. And, oh, God, but, the ones that make a lot of noise drive me insane. But, but, but they yeah. just seem to be so reliable. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, I've just always liked them. Yeah, well, that's why I've always liked Toyota. You know, yeah. Yeah. Just the yeah. reliability and uh, but, smoothness on the road. Yeah, like the CB250 Honda. Mm. It's a yeah. You know, well, it's a road bike. It's a quiet bike, but it's it just sort of has um has um. It's also got the speed there. Yeah. Without the noise. Okay. And years ago, years and years ago, we were following her. We were, when I was younger, with a mate of mine, we we're following this guy. He came through the the, the town on a Suzuki Katana Seven Hundred and Fifty. Yeah, and at the time they were the fastest road bike in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so we and yeah. coming out north of the town, it was just straight road. Yeah. So we we followed him, and he he saw us behind him, and he opened up the taps a bit more, went a bit mm. faster. Yeah. And then then you mate, you know, put his foot down a bit faster to try and keep up with him. Yeah. And then he he done it for a third time, and then he just. Yeah, we, we caught up to him again. Then he just opened up the taps. Mm. And all it was was a blurred vision. <laughs> he just, just disappeared. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, no, no um, I believe that the, even the Queensland Police Service have, have brought a few of them lately. Is that right? Because they're just, yeah. they're just so quick yeah. off the mark. Mm. Yeah, you just open up the taps and... Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they're non-turbo. Mm. They don't have... There are other bikes that have turbos on them, but these yeah. are just non-turbo. Okay. It's the way that... that this you got Honda cars too. Yeah. When yeah. Honda Accord and... Yeah. Yeah. But the, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah. Oh, Suzuki Katana, that was a that was a that was a dream bike, but I thought no, it's got it's got just too much power. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been brave enough to even contemplate riding one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there was uh, look at soccer now, and there was a a big FIFA scandal. Yeah, yep. So, have you heard the uh, president Seb Blatter? Yeah, he was the president of FIFA for a while. So uh, FIFA's the governing body of, you know, yeah. football worldwide. Yeah. And there was a lot of backroom dealings of uh, FIFA executives. So, yeah, the US Justice Department, they led an investigation and, you know, just about the amount of corruption that was going on because, like, you look at it with where the World Cup has been. Yeah. You know, have a guess where the next World Cup's going to be held. <laughs> no idea. Qatar, yeah. yeah. So Qatar's got like a population of not even a million people, I think. Yeah, yeah. But the reason they got the World Cup ahead of other countries is all these backroom dealings. Yeah, yeah. Because they got heaps of wealth there. Yeah. Like one of my mates, he lived there for a while. He was working over there, and he just said, "Oh gosh, there's just money to burn." 
So yeah, they you know the the people who put in the bid for Qatar, you know, of course they had all the bu- all the bucks. You know they were giving all the FIFA executives fur coats and all sorts of stuff. Uh, you know, probably probably bloody Honda bikes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I've, I've um I had a mate. Well, I've still got him, but he was a, he yeah. was a um. The livery driver for Retrovision down in Sydney. Yeah. Now, this is not sport-related, mm. but it just shows what would what it, what he would get. Mm. He'd be, like, delivering a brand-new fridge. Yeah. And the, and the person would have a fridge there that was only a few months old, but because she liked to carve the new one, yeah, that's why she got it. Yeah. And he said, well, what do you want to do with the old one? Mm. He goes, she said, oh, you can have it. Yeah. So he ended up with all these new new appliances and Jeez. and like the latest DVDs and all that place. Yeah. And he, he just took a moment. People would go over to his place and he'd go, mm. take a DVD player. Yeah. Because people just wouldn't that, that upgrade yeah. even though there was nothing wrong with the old one. Mm. yeah. 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 No, well, um, yeah, but like they're going to have this World Cup, like in because normally they they have the World Cup at the end of you know the European season, yeah. which is like June, you know, around June. So they normally have the World Cup around July, um, uh, but they're going to have it, you know, July in Qatar. It's like fifty degrees. Yeah. So, yeah, that they're going to have it like in December. Huh. Yeah. And that's just going to throw all the other, you know, the seasons, you know, the, the EPL and, yeah, all those big competitions around the world, yeah. just in the chaos. Yeah. But, no, nah, FIFA's going to accommodate Qatar, you know, because they've got, got all the wealth. Yeah. yeah. And there was a lot of corruption with the Russian bid too, the way that Russia won it. Yeah. Russia put on a good World Cup. Yeah. It was good. Um, but I, th- I guess there's been one good thing with the Olympics over the years. Like they tend to give it to the best bidder, you know. Like so, example it was in uh, 2016 when Rio won the Olympics, Rio de Janeiro, <coughs> and yeah, you know, it's not a wealthy country, um, but it was good to see a place like that get it because that's how most of the world are, and how how they live. They're poor, you yeah. know. So uh, although it, it you know, Rio copped a lot of criticism for the the staging of the games, you know. Who yeah. cares because it was good. Yeah. Because yeah. that's um, – it's good to see those sort of developing countries get an event like that. But sadly, I don't think that's going to happen in the future. I think it's just going to go to the big cities, you know, and the big wealthy countries, well, yeah. and America and – Yeah, well, the, the, yeah. the ones that can afford it because it's such – Oh, yeah. So expensive to put it yeah. on. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I was, just before we get to our quiz, I've got this book here. Um, Livia gave me a lovely Father's Day present last weekend. Mm. Yeah, it's Adam Gilchrist's autobiography. It's called True Colours, My Life. I can't wait to read that. Um. And Glenn gave me a book today. He found it while he was at home. Yeah, cleaning up. It's called The Greatest, The 100 Greatest Cricketers. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the great Don Bradman's number one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the top. Who's he got? It's the top 11. Let's have a look. So, yeah, we've got. Yeah, Don Bradman, W.G. Grace, I don't know about that. Uh, Gary Sabres, definitely. Shane Warne, yep. Imran Khan, Jack Hobbs, Malcolm Marshall, Sachin Tendulkar, Sidney Barnes. He was around the late 1800s. Yeah. Didn't play many tests. He was an English uh, pace bowler. Jeez, uh. he, got, he got a heap of wickets. Yeah. Incredible average. Actually, Richie Bannard had him in his top um, 11 players of all time. Remember there was a documentary on uh, yeah, on Richie Bannard oh, about 10 years ago? 
Yeah. And, yeah, where he gave his greatest 11 cricketers of all time and uh, Sydney Barnes was in there. Yeah. Mm. You think of all the great fast bowlers, yeah. you know, over all the decades. Yeah. Yeah, so he's got Adam Gilchrist in there. Mm. Yeah, he, he said Adam Gilchrist was the cleanest hitter of a cricket ball he's ever seen. Yeah. 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 And I, that, I remember him one match where he just stood at the, stood mm. at the crease and just smashed fours and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he got going, he was going. Yeah. yeah. And you've got Graham Pollock, South African great, who sadly didn't play many tests because of uh, the uh, isolation due to apartheid. Mm. But, jeez, imagine if it wasn't for that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. His average would have been through the roof. Yeah. yeah he was. I saw him back in 19... 19- 94, it was a Bradman, oh, some sort of Bradman, uh, oh, yeah, it, was an, it was an exhibition game at the Sydney Cricket Ground. You had all these former greats playing with some of the personalities on TV and, yeah, yeah and Graham Pollock came out and he would have been probably in his 50s or so, maybe 60. Yeah. Oh, boy, was he one hell of a <laughs> – he scorched them that night. Yeah. yeah. He was hitting them all parts of the ground. Yeah, yeah big guy, yeah. you know, but oh, just a just a genius. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Miss Olivia, yeah. time to do the answers. Here she comes. There's a microphone. <laughs> all right, read out the question. Question number one. So I'll read out the question again from when I read it first. It was the question was what was the name of the female jockey who rode Prince of Penzance to victory in the 2015 Melbourne Cup? And the answer to that question is Michelle Payne. Michelle Payne. That's right. <laughs> mm, I think they made a movie too. Yeah. yeah. On that story. Yeah. Okay, so question number two. Aussie basketballer Matthew Delavadova starred for which basketball team in the NBA finals against the Golden State Warriors? And the answer to that question is the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's right. Yeah. He um, made himself really well known because I think it might have been in the third game of that series. So they normally play a best of seven. Yeah. And he was up defending the great Stephen Curry. You know, he was the best player in the world. And, yeah, yeah. did a really good job defending him and helped them help the uh, Cavaliers win that match. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, actually, I think Andrew Bogut, the other great Aussie basketballer, he was on the other team yeah. in that finals. Yeah, the um, Golden State Warriors who went on, yeah. went on and won. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Livy. Question number Next three. Next one's easy. Last but not least, it was quite easy, as Stads just said. Um, what AFL team won its third consecutive premiership in 2015? And the answer to that question is Hawthorne. Hawthorne, that's yeah. right. By the West, the West Coast. Yeah, that's right. Defeated. Yeah, hit. Six, 46 points. Yeah. And, and the... Um, the proud um, Hawthorne's been on the but after they'd won that third grand final, they then had the wooden spoon for two years in a row. That's right. And they've been on the bottom of this building ever since. Mm. Yeah. The old Hawthorne has yeah. fallen eight. That's been yeah. a disappointing year for them. Yeah. Okay, Olivia, you're going to draw the year out for next week? Yeah. Do the draw. We've got the uh, what's the cap this week? It's the Upper Blue Mountains Junior Cricket Cap. Oh gosh, we're going right back. Was that yours? Yep. Wow. Mm. Junior Cricket Association, Upper Blue Mountains Junior Cricket Association. Okay, what year are we going to have? The year for next week is 1991. 1991. Cool. <laughs> oh, look forward to that. Okay. Thanks, Olivia. You're so that wraps up this episode. 
So thanks for joining us for this episode of Paul Sporting Memories. Please check out our Facebook page for posts on my sporting memories. And it's goodbye from Paul. It's a goodbye from Olivia. It's a goodbye from Glenn. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.